Hi, and welcome to We Are Outnumbered, the podcast where we talk about being married, having kids, and family stuff in general. I'm Anthony, and with me, as always, is my co-host and lovely wife, Kristen. Hello. Hi. Hi. Uh, there's time codes in the description if you want to jump around, uh, and we've got some fun stuff today, so you yeah. can see what's coming up. Um, I would like to start with some news for Kristen. So, uh, I don't know if you've been following this week, but out in like the desert of Utah, um, these people were uh, like a, what's it called? The state, I don't know. They were checking something out. They were helping count sheep or something uh, okay. in a helicopter. And they found this giant silver monolith just out in the middle of the desert. All right. Um, and so people, of course, have been having fun. Uh, one or two people actually found where it was because the state didn't release where it was because I guess it was in where it was. It, it could be dangerous getting there and different things. And uh, so, the, I, I mean, the, the, the state guys, they landed their helicopter. They looked at it. They're like, what is this? Um, so there's more news on this. You know, some, some people are like, it looks like something from Space Odyssey. Right. <laughs> um, apparently, there was this artist who would do things like this. Uh, just back in the day, he's passed away since, but hmm. no one knows if they ever found all his stuff. They would find it in like remote deserts or remote forests or interesting. Um, but there's been an update okay. on this story. Okay, you know, of course, people are like aliens and all yes. that stuff. Um, so I, if you want to see it, like <laughs> here, this video is playing in the background on this. It's just literally a pillar. It's a monolith okay. of just metal. Nice. Um, uh, so. Something out of, you know, a movie. Yeah. Um, but there's been an update now. Uh, the monolith mystery deepens. Oh. As, and this is from Reuters as well. Uh, deepens as Utah desert object vanishes. Oh, no. Yeah. No. <laughs> <laughs> no word. This has been an epic week for this. Yeah. No word as to whether Star Trek Scotty beamed, him, beamed it up. But the mysterious shiny monolith uh, that was spotted in a remote southeastern Utah desert two weeks ago is gone. A state crew that buzzed through the wilderness, counting bighorn sheep from a helicopter, found the alien-looking object on November 18th and touched off an international sci-fi speculation, uh, hearkening to the classic Stanley Kubrick 1968 film, 2001, A Space Odyssey. Mm-hmm. In the Kubrick movie, an alien monolith is a reoccurring symbol that appears to play a role in the development of human evolution. The riddle in the desert, twice as tall uh, as an average adult who scores of curious to see it, even though its exact location was not made public according to accounts on social media, and no one seems to know where it went. This is called the government made it disappear i don't know listen but according to this neither the federal bureau of land management nor the state departments of public safety said they had any idea sure sure we mm -hmm. have received reports that the illegally installed structure referred to as the monolith has been removed from bureau of land management public lands by an unknown party the state agency posted on saturday on its website it said the object was reportedly removed on Friday evening. A representative was not immediately available for comment on Sunday. Guesses as to what happened ran wild online with one person postulating the space aliens returned to remove mm -hmm. it. That's the only, you know, obvious explanation. Obviously. Obviously. Uh, the art world has speculated the object was the work of John McCracken, a sculptor fond who died in 2011. His, pa his son, Patrick McCracken... <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> Sometimes you just think names are made up. 
um, has told the New York Times his father told him in 2002 that he would uh, that he would like to leave his artwork in remote places to be discovered later. More than likely, this is an art piece. Yes, well, from yes. that guy because it's it's happened a couple times over the last few years. Oh. Um, but you know, aliens. Yeah, yeah. I mean, why not? Right. It's the only logical explanation right i think it is kind of funny that <laughs> like if i was an artist this is the exact kind of thing that i would want to do you just mess with it's just mess with people <laughs> just create the most alien looking sci-fi stuff and just yeah put them somewhere and it, it may not pay off right away but i In mean it's run. sad that he passed away yeah. and you didn't get to see you know but um yeah just to mess with people yeah it's great i discovered this ancient you know alien writing yeah, it's fantastic. Yeah. All right. So, uh, for our topic today, our to- that had that news story had nothing to do with parenting. <laughs> I just thought it was hilarious. It's just or family news. or being married. It's just interesting. <laughs> that was for you. Thank I just you. want to keep you Thank up to you. date. That's, that's I had me no idea. So you know, you in the loop, so that see, I'm supporting you in our marriage. Yes. Thank so you. So that you don't get made to look a fool when someone asks you, hey, what do you think about that alien thing out in Utah? And I'd be like, what are you talking about? And you could be like, well, actually. <laughs> yes. Actually, more than likely, it was an art piece by John McCracken. His son is Patrick McCracken. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So our topic this year, we've actually, because I, I didn't realize this, you reminded me, we've been doing this for a year. Yes. I was, you know, I was, I knew we were coming up on the 52 you know, episode 52, but I kind of had forgotten that we missed like three weeks. Yeah, we were because s- of very, very sick and... last December and January, yes. our whole family. And to the point where we were just like, we couldn't do anything. Yeah. And then we had a week where we the internet no was internet. off almost the entire week. Yes. Um, you know, Comcast had decided to do things and we just, we couldn't, and that was when we were using different equipment too. So like we needed the internet, we needed different stuff. And yeah. We just couldn't get anything done. Um, yep. But yeah, so well, this is yeah, right Facebook around. Facebook reminded me last week yeah, that it this... was our one year anniversary. So what I thought would be fun is uh, we are just no articles. This is just personal experience of just what are the things learned in our first year of parenting? Yes. I mean, I know like, we've been parents for like a lot longer than that now, but you well, know, just it's in celebration of one years. year, you know, so one year. Of doing the podcast, yes. which is great. Yeah, I, I can't believe it's I, been I that long. I honestly didn't think we would do it. <laughs> That's like, like some people have asked, like, far. why haven't you like you know advertised more or share you know? And I'm like, ah, this is just something you and me were just doing just to do something together. And and sometimes if someone asks us a question, we're like, oh, you know, we actually did a whole podcast yeah. thing on that. You can check out like some of the things we researched or that we talked to someone else or. Um, but yeah, I I mean we've done it pretty consistently which is cool um but yeah so we thought it'd be great just to all right well we went through a bunch of first years around we figured we'd start with this one so things we learned in our first year of parenting do you want to kind of go back and forth i've got a list yeah all right do you want me to go first or you well i I think i've got serious and funny yeah i've got some both but um i think it comes back to we always say that the biggest change in life was going from zero to one. So I think most of the changes in our life happened pretty much in the first year of parenting. <laughs> because, you know, going from one kid to two and three, there were changes, but not 
significant, not as significant as going from zero to one. Yeah. So I think that's the, you know, the biggest. But the one that I always say, and I always come back to this, the biggest realization that I had in the first couple months of being a parent was realizing exactly how selfish of a person I am. <laughs> you just knocked one off my list. Well, that's my, that is my biggest thing. Like, I, you know, I always thought I was not, you know, of course, you're always a little selfish, but I didn't realize to the extent of what I was until you are solely caring for another human being. Yeah. You know, like, when I say solely, I mean, like, all your attention. Yeah. Not alone. But, um, yes, I realized how selfish of a person I am. Like, you, you realize how much you did before. <laughs> yeah, because all of a sudden, like, I think you start to realize that maybe, like, yeah, you know, when when we got married, I started to realize, like, oh, man, I'm kind of selfish or self-centered, you know, because well, you, cause you yeah, start you, you start learn. having to break different things down. But then you have a kid. Yeah, it's like and it's totally like, different. <laughs> oh, my gosh, I am a selfish little jerk. And <laughs> here's the thing, because some people don't realize that. They just keep trying to live the same life yeah. after kids. And, and that is a recipe for disaster. Um, because, you know, whether you're doing it, you know, with a, you know, with your significant other or, or single parent, whatever the situation is like, yeah. um, especially in a, you know, a, 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 uh, oh my goodness, my brain is like off today, <laughs> especially when you have a partner doing this, when you, when you're married or, or, um, and, and you have this kid, if you have one that has made this realization and they're making changes and one doesn't, oh, you're going to have not only problems. parenting problems, but m- marital problems. Yeah. Um, but yeah, you just, you have this little meat sack that can't do anything. <laughs> always call them. Well, I know, but they're just, <laughs> it's, they're just, they don't do anything. They I just, know. they just need food. Like, yes. and, and, uh, you're up all the time and you can't like, at least when you just get married or you're dating someone, you know, you start making compromise because you're yeah. bringing this other person into your life, but they're an adult. Right. So it's like, they hey. They can make decisions and yeah. talk to you. You want to go to the movies right now? <laughs> yeah, let's go to the movies. Hey, do you want to go get something to eat? Yeah, let's go get something to eat. Or, you know, which, you know, you're compromising on like which restaurant to eat at or what movie to go see or, you know what I mean? Yes. And then, you know, as you, as you get married, you live together, you start adjusting other things you know which side of the bed which you know where do you keep your toothbrush who takes a shower for you know that kind of stuff yeah. but it's not like oh my goodness this baby's up at three in the morning and they need like you know oh we can't go to the movies oh our friends called up i can't go do this thing i normally would like to do and yeah. it lasts for a long time yeah. you know until it lasts for a long time that you're in this you lose your freedom and thus you start reflecting and you're just like, man, I just want to do something I want to (laughs) do. I don't want to feed the baby. I don't want to buy any more diapers. (laughs) You know, I don't want to, oh man, buying diapers. It's like, oh, there goes all our disposable income is the diapers that you literally throw in the trash. Yep. You know, I mean, I know some people use reusable ones and that's, that's great. If you can handle that. More, more power to you. Yeah. Oof. You know, and even though uh, I know a lot of people that will use those, but then they'll use a service to clean them. Oh, yeah. It's like, so you're still, it's still money. You know what I mean? It's like, man, we used to spend that money on, you know. Stuff. uh, Stuff. Other stuff. (laughs) Just stuff. Oh, man. After they're done potty training, it's like, ooh, I didn't know I got a little raise. Yeah, that's right. 
that goes to now shoes that they grow out of every yep. three months. Yep. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. That first year, it's that selfishness that just breaks down. Yeah. <laughs> you realize how selfish you really are. <laughs> um, all right, you want, want to know one for me? Mm-hmm. Uh, you learn how gross um, umbilical cords are. <laughs> That's true. Yeah, you know, and maybe you've learned this as an uncle or aunt or something like that, or or uh, you know. But my goodness, it's <laughs> and with every kid, we've we've had three children. Yes, and for every child, the doctors told us to take care of it in yes, different ways. That's true. Sometimes you you put a quarter on it. Sometimes you. <laughs> I don't you, think a doctor told us to do that. <laughs> sometimes you use the rubbing alcohol to clean it. Sometimes you don't touch it. You just leave sometimes it alone. you you know it's like all over the map. Sometimes you have to stare at it and <laughs> do like an incantation <laughs> oh on my it. Gosh. No, just, um, some people you know save it and turn it into a teddy bear. Oh no, that's something nope. else. Um, <laughs> I, I mean, maybe there's somebody out there. That I remember does that, but... taking care of Kaylee's. I think at that point they said we were supposed to clean it. Yes, we had to keep it clean. Keep it clean like, with. Rubbing alcohol, rubbing alcohol every time you change the diaper. Yes. Um, and so uh, we, we were doing that. And, uh, you know, and at that point, you can't really give the baby a bath, like a full bath. It yeah. has to be like a sponge a, bath because yeah. you don't want to risk getting that thing wet right. or whatever. Yes. It has um, to dry out. It has to dry out. These are the things you learn <laughs> the first year of parenting. It's all about the uh, umbilical cord. <laughs> keeping, the, keeping them alive, feeding them, and taking care of you know, the, their front tail oh, gosh. that connects them to the world, uh, to their mom. And, uh, so I remember, you know, Kaylee, uh, I was, it was cold cause we were in January, January yeah. February, maybe we were into Feb. No, maybe. we were in the end of January mm-hmm. and, uh, it was really cold in the house. And when I say really cold, I want to be clear. <laughs> we live in Florida. So really cold, you know, it was like 70. No, no. <laughs> It might have been in the fifties. <laughs> it was in the 50s. outside. So I I had like a like a sweater on, and yes. I was giving Kaylee a, a like a sponge bath or whatever, getting her clean, and uh, she started crying. And I think it's just you know it's cold, so we're trying to like keep her warm, right. and at the same time, and and something had had hit her and just made her cry. So I picked her up, and I held her, and then I put her down to to finish getting her dry, <sighs> and I and I and I'm putting up her diaper and I'm starting to roll up the front so that it um, doesn't uh, doesn't hit the umbilical cord. And I'm looking and I'm like, where's the umbilical cord? I'm like, Kristen, she's crying. She's she's crying, like screaming at this point. I'm like, honey, I don't, you're like, what's going on? I'm like, I don't know, but I can't find, where did it go? (laughs) Like it's just gone. And then we look on my, on my sweater. (laughs) Yuck. And I guess it had stuck. Yes. on and had pulled it off oh. and so now to be it had clear been a couple weeks. it was almost yeah. ready it was hanging on by the smallest thread Ugh. i don't even think kate like she wasn't bleeding or anything it was just probably like a little pinch yeah um Ugh. but uh one you know she calmed down after like a minute and it, it was just yeah it was disgusting i had this this you know Yuck. crusty thing yeah. stuck oh, on me gosh. and yeah just, and we're like looking all we're looking at the floor we're looking at did you notice it first i don't I think remember. i know that i just was like up oh, i found it Yuck. <laughs> hide and seek here it is umbilical cord on my chest <laughs> so um, yeah that's definitely fun times, something. Fun you times. learn a lot about 
about <laughs> umbilical cords. <laughs> first year of parenting. That's the first two weeks. They just throw yeah. that out there. Fun times. All right, you got another one? Well, okay, so this is not so serious one, but you realize this tiny little baby makes a big, big mess. Oh, yeah. This tiny little thing. A lot of stuff. Always. (laughs) (laughs) I mean, the amount of stuff that comes out of the baby, you know, like when... It's amazing. Yes. Especially, you know, sorry to, you know, use Kaylee as an example, but she... Had, oh, she's getting wrecked in this episode. I know. This, this is what well, it is. she's the firstborn. First sorry, born. Haley, but yeah, the the explosions that yeah. would come out, and then she she had a little bit of reflux, so every meal would come up, and that, yep. we we kept multiple changes of clothes on us at all times. Wait, and then we even asked the doctor one time. I remember, like, like this is how much is coming out, and she goes, "Oh, that's not that much. Yeah. Like, not that much." I know. I'm like. We're covered Soaked every time. <laughs> we took a shower in th- in this white throw up. Like, like it's disgusting. Uh, like, oh no, no, no. That it, it's fine. You know, like this is just she's a just wonderful minor. Episode, just isn't hold it? her up. You know. <laughs> I'm like, what? Are you sure this doesn't seem right? It's like a dragon. Oh my god. What I think of is like that episode of Mandalorian when he's fighting the crate <laughs> track and he's just shooting out that acid. You know, it's just like. Uh. Oh, it's, you just dodge and it doesn't happen. I guess that's the lesson to be that has been learned is keep multiple changes of clothes on you at all times. Everywhere. Everywhere. Well, I remember when we, because we switched, we changed offices semi-recently yes. um, and, and moving, we found that we had all over the plate behind the door. We had, we had multiple, we, that we didn't need we anymore. We had like bags of changes we of clothes. bags of changes of clothes just at the office, in the car, yeah. for us, for the kids, for everything. Um, which, oh, isn't it nice not to need that? Yes. <laughs> Carrying so much extra stuff. Even for the kids, I don't have to carry like extra changes of clothes. It's kind of uh, nice. Well, and talking about explosions, like oh my. <laughs> how is it that a baby can be sitting straight up, okay? It's not like they're upside down and yet, yep. look, I'm sorry to be graphic here. I was going to say this is a very graphic How episode. is it that poop <laughs> can somehow shoot up their back and into their hair? How... <laughs> How is it even humanly possible? I mean, it's a baby. Yeah. It's not like they're pushing with such great force I that mean. it that it <laughs> I mean, it comes out every single way. Out the legs, up the back. I mean, the first time there was an explosion one and it would like like and you you could say this about any baby. Mm-hmm. So, I mean, I think every single one of our kids this has happened to. I'm sure if you're a parent right now, you're like, "Oh my gosh, yes." But when you have that first explosion where it comes up the front and has them all the way like filled with poop up to the chest <laughs> and then out the back and it's hitting their <sighs> hair and you're just like, "What?" Yes. Like, how? How does that <laughs> e-? And let me give you a little tip. <laughs> that we didn't learn until we had our, our, I think it wasn't until like Avery that we realized this. Did you know that babies, the onesies, the yes. reason that the, the arms, arms are the made, the shoulders are made that way are so that you can roll them back and pull down yes. instead of going up. Yeah. So when you have just you a minor explosion, <laughs> you don't have to bring the poop above their face. <laughs> you can bring it down. So I... So little tip out there, you can go watch a YouTube video if you're a new parent <laughs> and you have no idea what I'm talking about. 
that that's onesies were designed to yes. come down instead of up. We didn't know this. Nope. Uh, so until like our second, I want to say it was yeah, Avery. I think it was Avery. You know, yeah. that some someone had, or we saw someone do it and we're like, wait, this is game changing. Yeah. Poor Kaylee. <laughs> you know? And all of our kids were born with lots of hair. So we always had to deal with stuff in the hair. Yeah. Too bad. Anyways. Michael, hopefully it stays for you. It didn't stay for me. Oh, uh, go ahead. Um, no, just, yeah, it's just... Hopefully people are still listening, you know, with all this graphic <laughs> stuff. Well, listen, we're talking about things you learn in the I first know. year of parenting. This is something you learn. That is true. And it's terrifying <laughs> and disgusting. Yes, but you still love them. I, yeah, I guess. <laughs> so, so, I guess. Oh, man. It's just, yeah, you just... You know, I, I love science. I was always like, I took calculus for fun in high school just because I, you know, and babies defy all physics and math. <laughs> the things that come out of them with the amount of force and trajectories and all that kind of stuff, it's just not humanly possible. Yeah. Maybe they're aliens with that monolith. Maybe. Tied See? It together. Yep. yep. Tied, Tied it together. It together. All right. Uh, okay. So this one, so me next, right? Yes. Um, I'm just going to say the word tired. Well, yes. I don't think, like, you may be out there and be saying, <laughs> I know what it feels like to be tired. You don't. Nope. You don't. This was on my list as well. There, There is a level of tiredness. Yes. That, you know, because it, that is beyond anything you have ever felt. You, yes. you maybe you pulled multiple all-nighters in college. You're not even close. Nope. You're not even touching the 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 you know you 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 you're maybe you you went out and you partied for three days straight and never slept. You still <laughs> still nope. have not even scratched the surface of the level of depths of tiredness that you will feel those first at two times months. during the especially, especially the first two months yes. but you know and depending on the situation and, and we know say, parents right now that yes you know because of the pandemic they haven't had a lot of help they haven't had a lot of you know because they've been quarantining you know that the, the first two months has dragged out until the first year at this yes. point and it and it's tough typically it's the first couple months that you feel this until you get into a groove and your body adjusts yeah but it's not just the fact that you're staying that you're up constantly with interrupted sleep it's the mental side of it. Yeah. So even if your kid sleeps really good, you're still like, are they breathing? Yeah. Are they, are they? <laughs> I, it's why like you and me, I started like telling people, don't even use a baby monitor. <laughs> you know, like use a baby monitor, but make sure you don't have one that is super sensitive. Put it on the setting that they you have to hear be. Just, yeah. Yeah. They have to the be major legitimately stuff. like crying, crying. Because um, we had one that was like, you know, very sensitive. And it's like every little, oh my gosh, like we're, we're both jumping out of bed. <laughs> Did she die? Did she die? Is she alive? You know, like, uh, and but it is why we, we usually say, like we've said now after having three kids, you need them out of your bedroom as soon as possible. If possible. If yeah. possible and in a, in their room or nursery, or um, even if you have like a, like a studio apartment, put them on the other side. Yeah. Um, just so that, you know, that's why we, they have technology, get the right kind of monitor that will, oper- you know, activate at a certain level um, just cause you need sleep more than anything. Yeah. And if you, I, I remember we would wake up, especially the first week, 
I don't think I slept for a week. Oh, probably not. Just every sound. I thought she was dying. <laughs> you know, Especially or is she breathing? Kid, you want to yeah. go check? Yeah, the first kid. And also just mentally, just like it, it's even when you're awake, you're just constantly thinking like, am I going to mess up? Yeah. <laughs> and so did, there, there's, there's no off. Did she enough to cheat? And then you're going back to work on top of this too. You know, yeah. you go back to work and it's like, uh, it's just a lot. Mm-hmm. It's just a lot. And so like physically, spiritually, emotionally, just everything, you just hit this point where you are so overworked on every aspect of your whole self that is just exhausted. And that's at that point that you're just like, oh my gosh. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. That was definitely on my list. I just remember being in the the first two months and someone asked, you know, like how we're doing. And I just, I was, I couldn't utter any other words except utterly exhausted. (laughs) Yeah. Like there was no other word to describe it. Like overjoyed, of course, you know, it was a a miracle, you know, this baby being born, but still the pure utter exhaustion. (laughs) Yeah. It's just... You, you don't know how to, you can't describe it unless you've gone through it. Yeah. And it, it passes. Yes. Because you get into a yeah. groove and you, you, your you body don't gets live used there. to it. <laughs> you get used to it and it goes in cycles because the kids will, they yes. end up like, it, you learn a lot about just phases. Yeah. You know, sometimes it'll last a couple of days, sometimes it'll last a couple of months. You know, like even later on, like our kids right now, we, we just went through like a two month phase. They're older. Yes. And our two younger ones that are, I mean, I five young in quotation is five and seven. They woke up like every night, two times a night, like coming in and asking questions and and wanting to get in our bed and yeah. and it just the it, it phases happen. But it, it's nothing like when you first become a parent, just hitting that wall of just like, oh my gosh, I didn't realize yeah what it takes. That being said, then we had Avery who loved sleep. Yes, that kid. You know, Kaylee, we had a rock for like two or three hours and she'd wake up every couple of hours and Avery like got her home from the hospital and she's like sleeping for four or five hours straight. Yes. Well, you know, I know, at this, night. I know this isn't in the first year of parenting that we learned this, but just learning the differences that like there is no two kids that are exactly alike. No. They all have their different personalities. They di- they Their bodies need different things like... Avery still to this day needs a certain amount of sleep to, you know, be at... Not lose her mind. Yes. Kaylee does not need as much sleep, you know, that she she always has functioned yeah. better on less sleep. But yeah, so every kid is different and yeah. Which, yeah, we learned that later on. And you're not doing anything wrong if your kid doesn't sleep the first night, <laughs> you know? No, and there's some people that may be like, man, I didn't learn that at all my first yeah. year of parenting, that tiredness that you're talking about. Right. It was my second or third kid or, or you know, whatever. But yeah. for us, that's one thing we learned is there comes a point where you just, you're just exhausted. Yeah. And it's why, it, and this is the advice we always give is... Whenever you can sleep, sleep. Yeah. So if they, they, you're like, man, they always take like a two hour nap. My kid doesn't sleep at night, but they take a two hour nap during the day. Guess what you need to do? Take a two hour nap yeah. during the day. Don't worry about the dishes, like the, the, dishes laundry, the laundry. They'll get done eventually. And I, and I know it, that it's adjustable because some people are at work or right. different things. Just yes. when, whenever you can, you find time to sleep. 
you know, you sit in your car after work half an hour, just <laughs> close your eyes. <laughs> yeah, just, just you know, if let the dishes load up, let the laundry, it's more important for you to rest. Yeah, you know? because your body, that is one thing that you learn, your body needs sleep to function properly. You really need, for your mental state, for your physical state, you need sleep. So yeah. when you can get it, get it. <laughs> or, you know, I know it's a little more difficult right now because people's families aren't as readily available. But if you have friends or a family member who can just come over for a couple hours so you can grab some sleep, do it. Yeah. Use the help that you have. Well, and well, I care. Can I go into the next one then? Yeah. With, off of that? Yeah. Uh, I guess I just wrote it down so I wouldn't forget. We learned that the the whole phrase of like it takes a village is one hundred percent true. Yes, like we we didn't let anyone watch Kaylee. I think until she was like six months old, seven months old. Yeah, and I look back at that and I'm like, why did we not do that? <laughs> like we have people in our life that we trust. I mean, and maybe like, more than like an hour or something. Yeah. Well, no, I'm saying like you know. And then then we had by the time we got to Michael, it was like he was a week old. I'm yeah. like, hey mom, can you watch him for an hour so we can just take a nap? Yeah. You know, like you know, it, it's use the people in your life. Yeah. Like we 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 I wish we had learned that earlier. And we did for our it's something we learned yeah. later on of just like, man, just dropping Kaylee off, you know, for two hours and we would go run some errands, come home, take a nap, and then go pick her up. Mm-hmm. You know, maybe two or three hours. And it's like, we we were better parents because yes. we actually yeah. were somewhat rested. And she got to spend time with her grandmother. Right. Excuse me. So <laughs> she got to spend time with her grandmother. And, you know, and yeah, so wh- whatever your support system is, find someone you trust and, and you know, use them. Because yeah. it's, again... It, that that part really ties in with the mental exhaustion yes. that you, yet you can end up feeling, you know, and, and physical physical exhaustion, you know, just going to see. Yeah, and I mean, I love seeing movies, and I know right now all the movie theaters are closed, so it's been killing me. But which is funny, I don't like watching movies at home. This is true, <laughs> but I I like wa- like I like going just because it's like I'm in a dark theater. I can maybe sleep a little bit, or I can watch the <laughs> movie, and it's just a. I mean, if it's Lord of the Rings. <laughs> Shots fired. No, I'm just kidding. I actually, no, I'm not kidding. I did fall asleep during one of the But we went at like one in the morning in college yes. to go watch it. Um, I can't even stay up past, no, I can stay up pretty late. Yeah, you can. Um, but yeah, I use the people. It really does take a village. Mm-hmm. You know, it takes, it, it takes everybody. And so uh, it, it allows you to be a better parent. Yeah. You know, just getting those mental, sometimes it's just a mental break where you get to skip one of the diaper changes yes. or one you get to feedings. skip one of the feedings. Yeah. No, it's true. It's, I mean, it's the same thing at work, you know, when you get a day off, you know, and, and maybe, you know, or yeah, it's just, there's that little moments, you know, it's that you're like, oh, break. I don't have to be responsible for this, yes. for this moment. Yeah. Um, and it doesn't mean, you know, I you remember don't. the first couple of times we left them, I think we we would call every 10 minutes, <laughs> you know, but yeah, I, until, you know, you get to the third kid and then you're just like, here, here you go. You want him for a couple of days? You want him to sleep over? No. It's fine. Um, you know, but yeah, well, I do laugh because by by the time Michael was born, 
I think he did he ever sleep in our room? Maybe like oh, a he week. He did. He did. Did he for like for a, a few months? Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, yeah, yeah. But I mean, even Avery. Avery was, was like two weeks. Two weeks. Yeah. You know, she was. Um, she was a loud sleeper. So it, it. I mean, when I say loud, she just made a lot of noises in her sleep. So it it tied into that mental state. Like right. I was up all the time because she was constantly making noise. Yeah. It's a. Yeah. You use the people around you. Man, I I just again I wish we had learned that earlier. But all right, you got one. Um, I'm trying to decide which one to do next. But um, one thing you learn very quickly, and this goes up until like when they're getting mobile and all this stuff, is babies are very resilient. <laughs> yes, they, they are fragile, but they are very. They're much more resilient than we think. <laughs> oh my goodness! And I, you know, I think God designed babies that way you know they they're learning they're they're gonna get hurt they're gonna do things that their bodies aren't not ready to do yet and so i think god made babies to be resilient yeah i i think in our mind we always think it's like like a uh, precious moment yes situation <laughs> and when that really i mean it didn't really hit me but the first time i'm starting i, I started realizing this was in the hospital yes so um <laughs> You know, you had a difficult mm-hmm. delivery with with Kaylee, our firstborn, and yes. so you you were taken back to the OR, and uh, I was in. I got pulled into the nursery with Kaylee. Yeah, as they were they were checking on her, and and she, you know, they're making sure everything was okay. Um, and uh, when it got, came time for her bath to kind of wash yeah. her all the way down, <laughs> the nurse was flipping her like she was a monkey, just. tossing her grabbed her by the legs like holding her like flipping her upside down and i'm just like (laughs) i'm just i'm just staring like what you're gonna kill my kid (laughs) like what are you doing and she's just i mean just rubbing Rubbing. all the junk off of her throwing her under the water and i'm just like i'm exaggerating a little bit but i'm i remember I mean, that's how I felt, though. I'm right. like, well, you're gonna. I'm ready. I'm ready to punch this nurse in the face. <laughs> my precious, take baby. my baby and run away. <laughs> like, like I, I was just like, what are you doing, you psycho? <laughs> and uh, and and I, I, I think I even said something like, I, mean, I was just like, are you? Is that okay? She's like, oh, they're babies. They're resilient. She just <laughs> keeps going. And uh, but yeah, I think that's the first time I realized that they're not. I mean, you don't want to drop them, of obviously, not. but like. They, they're not as, as they're not going to like break if you touch them wrong. Right. You know, I mean, you, you want to be Of course caught. you want to be yeah. careful still. You know, obviously. But they're not like, you know, if, you know, you accidentally, you know, their foot touches something, it's not yeah. going to shatter into a million pieces. That's well, we, a good one. Yeah. I mean, we have multiple friends who, you know, the baby falls, not from like a high area, but like, you know, a not where they're supposed to be falling from and they're totally fine. Like yeah. barely even cry, you know, it's just amazing. I think I, I don't want to be like cavalier with this. No, but, no, no. Yeah. Um, I just, it just amazes me how resilient they are. I think it's more from just a mental standpoint. Yeah. Just understand like, you know, they're going to be okay. Yeah, they, uh, most of, most the, time, of the time they're going to be okay. Yeah. You know, they're, they're not as, fragile as yeah. what we you know you think yeah 
You know, I mean, obviously don't put them on like a motorcycle and say go. Yeah. You know? And be careful where they are, you know. Yeah. You want to prep don't a put room, them, make sure, yeah. you know, don't put them in high areas where they're going to fall. Because they are a baby they and they are, are fragile, but they're not as fragile. <laughs> right. As like we, most yeah. of the time they do something that, you know, causes us to have a heart attack. They're going to be okay. Like crawling into a wall head face <laughs> yes. first. Like immediately you think their whole face is gone. Yeah. And then you, then you pick them up and you're like, oh, they're fine. There's not even a bump. <laughs> right. There's not even a bump. It's that kind of level. Yes. It's, it's as they're kind of learning. I mean, yeah. obviously you don't want them climbing on a bookshelf. Of course. You're like that. Yes, that's dangerous. Yes. But they're not as. Teach the, them boundaries. It's the little stuff. <laughs> it's a little stuff. Um, I, okay. So that that is something that I, I mean, I learned pretty quick just testing of just i guess number one we don't give kids the credit you know babies in yeah. that first year it's like we think that that not you know they're not like fully a person yet. they're not fully a person yeah <laughs> um that they they're learning from the time i, I mean personally <laughs> i think in the womb yes like i I'm not i don't think i know yes like from in the womb and and i and i've told this story before of just you know I would, like every night i would talk to your belly and, and yeah. things and just talk to kaylee and stuff and when she was born she was crying and the nurse had her you know she came out and i'm just like oh my little kaylee and she stopped crying and kind of like her eyes like were searching for me yeah you know and i'm like like I she recognized voice. my voice <laughs> you know and and when, when you project that like they are they are learning the boundaries they are learning the thing even before they can move even before they can talk they are you know it's so funny it's like oh man where did they learn that word it's because they picked <laughs> it up from you at some point or someone could have around been months or, before <laughs> yeah they, months before it's just that just because their muscles their physical self hasn't developed to the point for them to act or to speak doesn't mean that mentally they haven't yeah. caught up and so, I mean, the other story I always tell is when Kaylee could first start crawling, Yes, she would always get, try to, you know, get into the entertainment unit, um, you know, and at first her favorite thing was the Xbox because it had the little light on yes. it. And so she'd try to like rip it down. And I was like, man, I, I don't want to have all these gates and all this stuff all around that stuff. And so I, I just, I took one afternoon with her, you know, and she was just starting to crawl. Mm-hmm. I don't even know if she could crawl yet. She was doing the army, yeah. <laughs> the army crawl thing. And um, there may be a roll, you know, but she's she's getting in there and just trying to pull at it. And I told her no. And she hated, because she was starting to move, she hated being in that, that saucer. Yeah. The play. Confined. What are those things called? Like exercaucer or yeah, whatever. The, yeah, yeah, the little exercise saucer thing with all the toys on it. She hated it. I mean, Every time we put her in there, she would scream because she, she was confined. Because she was confined, she wanted to move around, and so every so she would she'd crawl up to the entertainment unit, and I'd grab her and I'd tell her no. And she was only what five months, maybe maybe five or six months, five or six yeah. months. I tell her no, and then I'd put her in the in the saucer for, you know, not I mean, like a minute, thirty seconds, <laughs> yeah. a minute, and she would she's screaming, just angry. And I took her out, and I'm just like Kaylee. You cannot go to that entertainment unit. You're not allowed over there. I put her down in the middle room immediately, crawls right over to it. <laughs> I pick her up, tell her no, and I put her back in the saucer for a minute. And I did that again, you know, probably three or four times. By the fourth time, I put her in the middle and she, she like took a, you know, a waddle over a little bit and then looked at me and turned around and just went and played with <laughs> something else. And she never, never went toward that entertainment unit again. Yeah. And it's like, so when people are like, oh, when can you start disciplining? 
immediately. Yeah. You know, like when you say discipline, I, was I don't say mean you're not giving spankings. Right. You're just, exactly. you're giving, I, I think that's, that. I, that's like a problem. You're teaching them boundaries. Yeah. You're teaching boundaries. You can set up boundaries from the time they start moving. You're explaining right and wrong, yeah. you know, and, and what are the expectations, you know, and uh, you just have to do it in a way that they would understand, right? you know, that they get. Um, you know, like discipline has has such so much like negative things on it. Yeah. It's like, you don't have to like, it's it's not getting out a spanking thing, you know, like a, a a rod and, you know, um, it's just setting up boundaries, Yeah, you know, and for that it's keeping her safe. Right. You know, and I know that she hated the saucer. So (laughs) you use that to your advantage. That is one thing that she understands. But I always, uh, I think the rule for timeouts is usually like, one minute for every age. Yeah, for so every year. Yeah, for every year. So for Kaylee, who was only six months, I only kept her in there for like thirty seconds. Right. You know, um, that's like the the general rule. Yeah, but yeah, um, but it, so that is one huge thing I learned in that first year, just how much they were taking in and their capacity to learn and to communicate. Yeah. If you're willing to look for the signs of of how to do that, you know, um, go ahead. Well, um. Actually, can I? I'm going to go off of that one. It just occurred to me, the amount you know that their brain is taking in, even though they can't communicate it yet fully. The I think it was so funny when Kaylee started to talk, the amount of stuff that she already knew. Like once she was able to form the words, like they just came out like crazy. Oh yeah, <laughs> because you know the the baby they're storing up all this stuff that they've learned over the last however long. And all of a sudden, they get the skills for it to come out. And you're like, what? How did they do this? <laughs> you know, how did they learn all this stuff already? It's just amazing. The yeah. the brain of a baby. Just how yeah. much. It, but I haven't. I'll go on to the next one. That's okay. No, um, that's good. If, even though you will clean your floor of all things that babies can choke on or get into trouble, they will find that one thing that, that you missed. <laughs> yeah. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I remember, this wasn't even our kid, but I remember our our kids were just a little bit older, maybe like two and four or something. So they were kind of past the point of putting everything in their mouth. Um, but we had friends coming over who had like a six-month-old, and I cleaned the floor like crazy. I mean, I was going crazy, making sure everything was good to go for a baby. And they not so much to like just put him on the floor and he found something like right away. I was like, yeah. you've got to be kidding me. <laughs> yeah. It's just the it, little sluice. Yeah. Everything will go in their mouths. Everything. Yeah. <laughs> and they're, you know, they're building up their immune system. Really, but yeah, it's fine. You know. Well, I, I'm laughing because <laughs> I'm just thinking like, man, the first kid like pacifier oh, hit yes. the floor and we're, we have like the specialized wipes made for pacifiers. Yes. By the third kid, we're like blowing on it and sticking it back in their <laughs> well, mouth. It doesn't look too dirty. <laughs> like, eh, it's fine. Do we have any water I can rinse this up now? Yeah. I'll just rub yeah. it on my shirt. Stop crying. <laughs> yes. There, you know, all those commercials and those stories of, you know, first kid to second uh, or third, they're true. 100% And true. I think it's that you're learning more and more of how resilient the right. human body is. Like, we wouldn't let Kaylee, I mean, outside of our house, she never went barefoot ever. Oh, no. And yeah, that, for the third that, kid, they yeah. could run around naked. It's like whatever. <laughs> Just go ahead, go do what you got to do. Yep. 
you know um i only i only have two more unless one sparks and one of them is short i figured i'd end on one but uh, this one's semi-serious but there are times where i felt like like a batman villain um just because the swing of emotions like you go from like hilariously like just laughing so much to in the next minute crying yes <laughs> and, and there's just these emotional swings of just like oh my gosh like so much joy to like oh my gosh what have i gotten myself into yes. like it just swings that's true you know it could, and sometimes it's because like you're playing and it's like oh we're having so much fun oh no you fell off the thing and yeah I, <laughs> oh yes did i kill you oh my <laughs> gosh you know so it's like these swings that just it's wild swings and i think during that first year you kind of learn how to balance them yeah you know eventually you get to learn how to just kind of be in that but you you get these swings like you've never had before um because you know it's one thing like if you're like doing like something that you know like oh this is thrilling or exciting it's i think it's still because it's it's you it's different than when it's like your kid where like you know like Uh, whether it's conscious or subconscious this is like your legacy yeah you know and it's like oh my gosh what have i done you know and it's just you know these wild swings that go back and forth yes so i just sometimes i feel like a batman villain who's like monologuing one second and then you know like the joker's like laughing like oh batman you know and then that is not what the joker sounds like but you know what i mean yes you know you just you have these <laughs> wild <laughs> it's not the joker it's kind of well yeah um but yeah I, got, have, I have one last one okay um you just not take mine well i don't know what yours is you're, you're hiding it i'm just kidding but um just the amount of stuff you, you know you're so worried about teaching your kid all about life and you know how to grow up and stuff but how much that they teach you yeah as that's a good one as they grow up so many life lessons that they teach you about yourself and just about life in general is just amazing just all the experiences and how they look at life and some you you forget as you become an adult how to have that outlook on life yeah no absolutely um my my final one is i i think it's your capacity or i I don't want to say because i feel like my capacity to love i felt with the second kid because you're always worried about you know whether or not you're gonna love that kid as much as the first one and then you find out oh yeah it's not a there's not a limit to the amount yes. of love. Like it, it doubles or triples or whatever it is. Like it's just, yeah. But it with, grew three times. My heart grew three times <laughs> that day. Um, I think it's for the first kid, I think you really start to understand what love is. Yes. Like the unconditional love. Right. There is nothing that Kaylee, nothing Kaylee can do that will stop me from loving her. Right. You know, like, it doesn't matter. Like, she could walk in and shoot me, and I'd <laughs> still love her. I'm just saying, like, <laughs> no, there is... No, I understand. You know, the and... Extreme, yeah. You know, like, and I, you know, I... We grew up in church, and you, you, he, you know, you, you, you learn about God's unconditional love, things like this, and it's like, oh, that's nice. I, yeah, I get it. You know, you know, I love my parents, you know, whatever. Yeah. You know, like, you kind of, you, you kind of get it, and, and then, and then, like, you get married, you know, you, you find your significant other, and... 
we got married. I'm like, well, yeah, I love Kristen, of course. You know, like, I, you know, I'd do anything for you and things like that. But then you have, yeah. you know, I remember being in the hospital and Kaylee being born. And there was just this, like, you know, I'm a video gamer. <laughs> so, like, it was like this, like, like I leveled up. <laughs> there was like a, like, in my head. And it was like, oh, my gosh, this is actually what love is. Like, I have, I would, I would give up my life without hesitation for her. And in that first year, like it's, it's, you know, talking about learning from them, it's just, you really learn what love is that you're willing all the, all this bad stuff or not bad, but all, you know, all the negative Negative, things that you kind of see and that we joke around about afterward. You're not joking in it. You joke around after like it, it doesn't matter because you just, you are so filled with this this feeling and and listen for some people that doesn't come right away yeah sometimes you know it, you know it comes a little bit it it but at some point it does kick in and you're just like oh my gosh like this is what it is and for me personally like coming from a you know christian faith i all of a sudden my relationship with god changed yeah because i started understanding what the words of the bible say you know, when God says that he loves us like his children, you know, that we are his children, I'm like, oh my gosh. Yeah. You know, like how can, you know, the creator of the universe love me, you know, and, and everyone. And it started even changing how I look at other adults because I'm like, man, God, you love that person? <laughs> that person? I hate that person. You know, I can't stand that person. You love them just as much as I love my daughter? Mm-hmm. Man, I... You know, it just, you start evaluating, you, you start evaluating so much, so many different things and it, you know, and like for me, which, you know, we've been a parent for, you know, we've been, we've had kids for, yeah, we've been parents for nine, almost 10 years now. And that journey is still going on for me, understanding what love is. Yeah. And, and then for my faith, understanding what that means for the people around me. Right. You know, and it's just, it's, it's such a big, it's a big deal. Yeah. You know, um, all right. Any closing thoughts or if you wanted to comment on that or. No, no, I, that, those were my feelings. Exactly. Okay. Do you have any final thoughts? Being a parent is great. It might not feel great all the time in the moment, but it's, it's an amazing journey. Yeah. Um, that first year that you learned so much. Your and whole life changes. <laughs> your whole life changes. And and I and I, I think a lot of times we people and th- this will be my final thought is just I know the the things that we joke around about and the things that can be a negative when you put it all on a scale, yeah. Even though those seem, you know, uh overwhelming overwhelming <laughs> and you're like i i don't want to have kids because of this stuff or i don't want to i don't want to go on the 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 positives that come out of it it's not even close right it's not even close it, like it, the positives that of just being a parent of having that kid and and it's you you can't describe it you yeah. just can't describe it until you experience it, you know, because even people be like, well, what are the positives? And it's like, there's so many things that you just learn and experience and, 
and feel that are just, they're, they're literally indescribable until you're in that moment. Yeah. You know, but the growth that you have personally, you know, in, spiritually and emotionally and and all of that and, and rooting out some of the things that make life not great. Yeah. You know, like you root it out of yourself because everything else starts to seem insignificant. Right. You know, and it's just, it, it, it helps you grow. You know, and really, I feel like really enjoy life. Yeah. Um. You know, and it and it in the moment there there's in those moments that sometimes <laughs> last anything from a couple hours to a couple months. <laughs> yes, that's true. You know, you have those moments of of just it's tough. You know, I'm not saying it's an easy thing, but not nothing worth doing is easy. Yeah. You know, nothing worth having is going to be easy. It's absolutely worth having. Yes. Having a kid. You know, even if you're just having one like have one yeah. the amount of growth and the joy and and all of that it's it's worth being a parent yes it's 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 definitely worth it um all right is your heart clear yep good i, I already want to talk about things of like having that second and third kid <laughs> like the things that i've learned from that i gotta um, write that down for another day i know we gotta write it down for another day all right let's move on success and failure uh how have you felt either successful or like a failure as a parent this week? Well, I mean, overall, this week was really good. It was, you know, Thanksgiving, we had a lot of family time. We did, you know, I think I just had a realization this week because we had to go out, you know, um, your brother's getting married in a couple of weeks and we've had to go out shopping <laughs> a lot to make sure everybody's got their stuff and, you know, their dresses and all that fun stuff. But I had a realization last week when me and all the kids and your mom and sister went shopping and we were out pretty much all day. I mean, the kids, most of it was like for me because I had to get a dress and, but they were, they're so old now. Yeah. (laughs) They were so good, like zero complaining through the whole day. They were just enjoying themselves, enjoying being together. And they were just, it was just a good day. We had a lot of fun together, just being out and, they, they, it was just amazing to me, like the the amount of like maybe one comment here or there about how long it was taking, but pretty much they were just having fun being together, being out. It could be that they haven't been out a whole lot in the, <laughs> the last yeah. like nine months, but they're they're just so old. No, so that's really good. You know, I guess the success as they get older. <laughs> just, for me, I'm just gonna say Thanksgiving was a success. It was. Like, I feel like we did really good. Like the kids. You oh, know, the kids had the a blast. The kids had a blast. They were good all day. They yep. were playing with their cousins. And um, I painted the bathroom for some reason. <laughs> I don't know why I decided on Wednesday. Wednesday afternoon. Wednesday afternoon. <laughs> like, you know what? I'm sick of looking at those holes in the bathroom. I'm going to patch them. Patched them. I'm like, well, now I got to paint it. But we don't have that paint anymore. Yeah. And the whole bathroom looked like a wreck at that point. So I'm like, <laughs> let me paint it. But we, I ran out of time. So I woke up. Thanksgiving morning at six o'clock in the morning and yep. painted the bathroom. I don't know what's wrong with me. Fun times. Um, but yeah, we had a great, yeah, great week. I think week. it was good. Uh, family time. How do you just want to time? How, how did we fit? Well, yeah, we spent time with Thanksgiving. <laughs> it's an easy week, but also, is there something else that you yesterday wanna? we we put up all our Christmas decorations? That was a lot of fun. Yes, but we we didn't like finish our whole like you know Christmas tradition. You know, like we didn't make our cookies yet. Last night it got a little busy, so we got all the decorations pretty much inside. And tonight we're gonna make our 
cookies and maybe watch a movie. We'll see what time I get home from work. <laughs> and yeah. um, yeah, it's, I was t- telling you yesterday, it is amazing. Cause I was like, man, I feel like it usually takes us longer to get up the decorations, but like Kaylee, she's so old now that she does like half of the stuff that I used to do. Yeah. <laughs> it's no, we got a lot it's done. crazy, but we had a lot of fun. It's up and it's Christmassy in the house. And you know, I love that. Yeah. Um, for me, I put all the kids, they, they, I think it was Avery who finally beat Uncle Vincent yes. during the Pokemon <laughs> tournament. And so Vincent told him he would buy them the expansion. Yes. And then the kids want me to get it. So of course. I got it this morning, so we'll probably be playing some Pokemon. Yes. Um, but also, I want to say, I got this game that <laughs> we had fun. It's called Grounded for Life. Yeah. It was on, it was one of the Black Friday deals on Amazon, and it's, oh yeah, it's gone now, but the deal is, but I, uh, I it's hilarious. I mean, we only played a couple rounds of it, yeah. but it's basically apples to yeah, apples. it is. Um, but it's, it's more like aimed toward the family stuff that's true and it has yeah i was gonna say it kind of reminded me more of like you know on the house parties app the chips and guac yeah yeah yeah. remind me a little more of that but definitely this one's more family friendly it's it's aimed toward like kids (laughs) yeah and adult like it's it's a good mixture you know i mean it's got like booger jokes and fart jokes and yes and like it's made to kind of be really silly but we we really i want to play that more this week because it was it's fun because the kids can read now and and michael's right on the brink you know he's learning but like the girls were have they were dying they thought it was just so funny yes um you know like one of them was like when i'm 17 i'm gonna get a license in uh, you didn't, this is when Kaylee and I were oh. testing it before you got there and it was like in and I put down like crusted boogers or yeah. something and like Kaylee put uh, <laughs> baking apple pies or, you know, I like, see that. yeah, it's just, it's just <laughs> funny stuff like that. So yeah. I, I want to play more of that. That was a lot of it fun. It was fun. So, um, we yeah. like all those kind of games. Yeah. Uh, all right. How are you relaxing this week? I don't know, really. I mean, except for the same old, same old. I, uh, I'm going to sit on the couch because we have our Christmas tree up, sit on the couch and just, you know, enjoy our Christmas tree and my little Christmas village and, you know, probably put on some Christmas movies, you know, that, that always ends up happening. So yeah, nice. Uh, I'm, I'm just Mr. Repetitive right now. Cause really in all my downtime, I'm just playing destiny. So um, it's got all the extra stuff yesterday. Part of the reason we didn't do all of the stuff was, um, one of the guys in our, in our clan, like of, of the group of guys that I play with, they've kind of got connected with uh, a group called love thy nerds, <laughs> which is about, you know, it reaches out to like nerdy people and just, you know, sharing the love of Jesus and stuff with them and different things. But they, that group has started a little destiny group, like inside their ranks of just guys that, you know, they never guys, girls, whatever. Um, when I say guys, I mean that both, you know, whatever. Um, but people that haven't like done the big raids before. And so they have asked Brian, Hey, can your clan kind of be our Sherpa group? (laughs) Um, which that's a video game term. It's like helping people through the really hard content. And so we did that yet last night. Um, some, you know, we've gotten it down to, as a group, we could beat that hard content in like an hour. Um, it took us four hours, uh, <laughs> which isn't bad, but it's one person who had had only been playing the game for a month, 
had none of the stuff you need to do it and we got him through and then it also had someone in there that at least has played the game a decent amount um but we we had a lot of fun with that so like that's like how you're relaxing this week i'm just going to be playing more destiny i think we're going to help some of them kind of learn the game some more and uh there's new content coming out like constantly until like january at this Mm. point so um yeah I'm also excited because, again, we live in Florida, and tomorrow it's supposed to be like a high of 60-something. And that, I'm looking Did forward Kaylee to that. Did Kaylee say one of the days this week it's going to be in the 30s? Well, the low, no, the low for tomorrow is like 47. Yeah, that's, I'm going to get out of Florida, bed. I'm going to wrap myself in a no, we, heated we are blanket. Gonna, yeah. <laughs> no, I know. we gotta. <laughs> but I'm very much looking forward to that. You know, in Florida, you know, I don't know how I would feel about it if I lived in it. But in Florida, it's like a little treat once in a while when we get cold days. So Yeah. No, it's nice. We'll be outside. All right. I, I will be outside. <laughs> Is your heart clear? I think so. All right. Well, uh, thank you for listening. And uh, if you want to, if you've got ideas, first of all, if you've got ideas, comments, you know, you can comment on uh Usually, I like the Facebook page is a great way to just kind of contact us. Just the facebook.com forward slash we are outnumbered podcast. And uh, you can find us on there. You see the same logo as in your podcasting app. And then um, also, if you've got, uh, if you want to help out the show, you can write a review, which is, or leave a star, depending on what, you know, I think like Spotify, all those, you can just leave ratings on Apple Podcast. If you go down to the bottom and click on library, click on the show and then scroll forever through all the episodes <laughs> and things. I don't know why Apple Podcast does that. But all the way down to the bottom has the star review. Scroll a little bit further and click write a review. And just even if you just put hi and then click it, that helps out the show a lot. Uh, and then um, we also, in the description, along with all the articles and stuff, we also post things like that game. I'll throw that game on there, mm-hmm. that Grounded for Life. Um, and their Amazon affiliate links. And so it just helps, you know, if you click it and buy something, literally you could buy anything. You buy toilet paper once you click on one of those links <laughs> and it helps out the show a little bit too. So uh, yeah, I think that's everything. And um, I guess soon we're going to do some Christmas stuff, right? Yeah. Yep. Right. Tomorrow is, you know, December 1st. December 1st. So it's all Christmas all the time. All Christmas. Uh, okay. You ready for this? Mm-hmm. My 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 legendary sign off. Legendary. Here we go. What's the difference between a poorly dressed man on a tricycle and a well dressed man on a bicycle? I don't know what. Attire. Oh my goodness. <laughs> get it? I get it. Because <laughs> it's like attire, but also what they're wearing. I got it. <laughs> I feel like I always have to explain this for you to really. I don't think Appreciate you're laughing them. hard enough. <laughs> That's the kind of laughter we need. That's what you need. Right there. Hilarious. All right. Goodbye, everybody. Bye.